0: What's up? It's Derek. Down by the Bank is a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Please like us on Facebook if you haven't already and follow us on Twitter and you'll be able to see when our new episodes are coming out. Um, we're also going to be starting up a new podcast coming soon uh, all about the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. So uh, we're really <laughs> excited about that.
1: No, no. Okay. All right. If we were discussing minor league baseball, no, no, that's <laughs> stupid. Okay, apparently the guy that owns, owns the team now. He used to own the one in Akron and they were the Akron rubber duckies or something like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, no. Yeah. I'm Revolting. No tartar sauce night. No cocktail sauce night. No Bubba Gump shrimp mascot. Whatever they want to call it. You know, stew it, brew it, boil it, bake it, saute it. It don't matter. No. Okay. That's the dumb, dumbest name I've ever heard.
0: See, we're going to have to start off on a bad note because I completely disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I actually – yeah, I actually – and we won't spend too much time on this, but I actually like jumbo shrimp. Not like the team thing. I like the food too, but just like the team. I think that minor league baseball is supposed to be fun and corny like that, and I like it personally. I think the Suns – I don't know. I felt like they needed kind of like a – a jolt if that makes sense and this guy apparently is a smart business guy because everybody's talking about it. it made deadspin national media and everything and you know there's gonna be people buying stuff like crazy
1: so fine we named the single a affiliate grouper the double a affiliate jumbo shrimp what do we name the, t- the triple a affiliate uh tuna caviar and in the, ma- the major league teams the marlins so, there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, there. It's perfect. It's stupid. Okay. So, you
0: change your, change your opinion. Now, I definitely am going to get a hat, though, so you'll probably see that pretty soon. I'm, I already put it in my cart. I just have to order and it. I so. will
1: laugh at you hard.
0: That's fine. <laughs> well, you're going to be on the outside. I'll be in the cool camp, I feel like. So... And the uniforms are cool looking, too. I don't know. I like it. I think it's cool. Although, I don't like their use of Bold City. I don't know. I feel like that's starting to get a little overplayed, to be honest with you. but
1: Yeah. That'll probably... Jake Godbold uh, was former mayor. I think that's how that Bold City started up. Uh, Godbold. Really? Yeah, Um uh, pretty sure. That's the story I remember hearing. I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but that's what i remember when jake godbolt was the mayor and that's when they put the bold the beautiful new jacksonville sign on the cop cars and that's how it kind of all took off huh
0: okay that's interesting
1: yeah Yeah, fact
0: fact check us uh on twitter if that's incorrect it's really important um, so, since the last podcast, I feel like there have been about 50 million things that have happened. Um, we've had more losing, embarrassing losing, losing on national TV in uniforms that Blake Bortle hates. We have a new offensive coordinator. We have all bald coaches now, I'm pretty sure. Shrimp polls wanting Tom Coughlin back next year. Bortles has a throwing coach in camp, and everybody's fighting everybody, fans, management, and players. In, in other words, it's total chaos.
1: Regarding the loss, I just want to say I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Very rarely do I sit here and gloat. If at all. And outside of the podcast and now, but I'm gonna gloat about this. Cause I saw this coming a million miles away. And the score may have been 36-22, but it felt like it was 36 zip. Uh The coaching has no communication. And then for them to lose the players like they have and for the players to individually go out and make the comments that they've made about, you know, whether it's coaching, you know, the subliminal messages they've made about coaching, about the fans revolting, and Jaguars Twitter and all that other stuff. And now you want a 70 year old coach to come back just because he lives (laughs) here. Um, And yeah, he did lead the Giants to the Super Bowl, but. Twice. Twice. But that's not what we need. Um, A lot going on, and all of this falls on the head coach. (laughs) Every. All right, so. Well, first, so
0: we'll get into the Titans thing and especially a lot of things you just pointed out. But first and foremost, with the, the fan revolting and the players hating on the fans, I don't know what you think, but the players first. So we have Rashad Green, Allen Robbins and Blake Bortles, Malik Jackson, Telvin Smith. Basically, all of them have had some quote in some capacity. And I think Malik Jackson actually doubled down today on his quote. Um that we don't understand and that we shouldn't boo and that we need to be more supportive and something along the lines of they wonder if the uk is a better hometown than jacksonville i think all of that is just stupid and completely counterproductive like what's your opinion on the players commenting well, on fans i don't know
1: if he said the uk is a better home field i think they just said that they're 2-0 out there and the fans cheer for them um uh, you know, i think the insinuation was as he was saying the fans I mean, were better okay, The insinuation and And that's okay. Here's the problem. Here's why they're saying things. Because we have fans that unfortunately will personally attack these guys on social media. They say these rude, weird, crazy things. (laughs) They have no lives. Okay. It's funny when I sit there and look on Twitter and I like to see some of the tweets that are sent to us and, 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 and Facebook messages. And then you see some of those same guys will tweet at... You know, Alan Robinson, oh, you suck. <laughs> I'm like, you ain't on the team. Shut up. You know, it, it, that, that bothers me. Now, granted, do the players have something to say and should they say something? I think they should because that shows their passion and, and that they really care and they want to win. That's what that is. Now, Blake Bortles saying something is no. Uh, we're, we're going to get on Mr. Bortles here in a second, but I'm not going to attack him personally, okay? Yeah. I, I don't do that like some people have been doing, so that's why the players have been coming and saying those things.
0: Here's my thing, though. Like I, This is why I think it's counterproductive, is I feel like when you – so there there's the – They call them trolls, right? Don't feed the trolls is what they say. I think making comments like, yeah, but commenting like the way they have been, all that does is just feed into that stuff. It doesn't help. And that's why I feel like it's counterproductive. Because anytime they continually make these quotes and Malik Jackson doubled, doubles down, why not just take the, the proper, um, you know, I hate to say it, politically correct approach and just say, no, we love the fans, you know, we're trying our best and just leave it at that. You know, that's, that's the part that bothers me is I feel like, and again, this goes back to leadership, I think. Where's the leadership? Who's coming down on these guys and saying this is not worthwhile to attack the fans?
1: Puzz tried to step up and be a leader, but it's going to take more than just one person to do it. It seems like you got a bunch of guys that have their opinions on on the fans, and this is a small. I mean, yeah, a lot of people are tired of losing, but this is a small group of fans that have you know that live on Twitter. They have no lives. They probably sit on Twitter at work. They work in some random call center somewhere and sit on Twitter and just talk about Jag stuff all day. They got nothing else better to do than to pick at the players.
0: Some call center. <laughs> yeah,
1: it, it, that's the only place I know where you could sit on your phone all day. Um, I know in our jobs, we can't do that. And a lot, <laughs> uh, 90% of other jobs, you can't. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's my thing. And and the thing with Tony Khan, man, they <laughs> called him, a, and again, family-oriented show. Yeah, 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 But they called him a nerd and, and, and something else. And, and you know what? That I... I that's uncalled for. You don't have to personally attack, say something like that about someone. Yeah, you disagree about what's going on. Everyone's frustrated, but you don't say things like that. Come on, now, man. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, the ones that tweeted that out, you guys just hating. You mad? You mad, bro? That's what I would say. You mad? Why, are you, why are you mad? Because <laughs> you're on Twitter telling me I'm a nerd and I'm another word, while I'm sitting here doing, you know, doing, trying to do a, a job for a professional football team. And yeah, my dad owns the team, so what? That's what I would say. You, you mad? That's what I would say, Tony Khan. You ain't got to respond to them. They're just haters. That's Yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying, though. Is I, and,
0: and, and, like, if you're semi-famous on social media, I feel like the crazies and all the kind of weird stuff that gets sent to you, that comes with the territory. And you just need to filter it out and not respond to it. Because you saw today... The minute he gave any inkling that he was being affected by it or paying attention to it, did it not get 50 million times worse? I mean, there were articles about it. There were people tweeting about it like crazy. I mean, national media, I think, started picking up on it. And then he had to come out and make a – and I just feel like this is such a mistake by him, a like three-paragraph essay to to the fans on on Reddit – um you know asking them to be would you consider trying to be more positive and there didn't used to be this many bad people on jaguars twitter and how could you possibly accuse me of blah 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 like what is he doing
1: you know you know it's he got caught and he's backing up and he's trying to win back over the fans and you know those fans and those fans you know that make say those comments um, they can go take a hike. Now there are some other fans out there, normal people that are frustrated with the team like right. myself, like you. Um, but we're not going out and personally attacking, and making personal comments about, uh, players and, and personnel and ownership. So he should have just, you know, instead of backing up cause he's just digging the hole deep, he just, you know, should say, Hey, uh, you know, that's, you might feel that way, and that's just what it is. But we're going to try and win some ball games here, and that's it. Leave it alone. Yeah, well, and that's my that's my
0: problem with it. Those I don't think that they're taking it. I don't think they're focusing on just the crazies. I think they're grouping in the people that boo, which I think people I mean, I personally don't boo with the games, the the home team. I don't really you know, I don't know. I've always just felt like that was weird. But either way, I'm not gonna hold it against somebody if they boo or if they feel like the team's not performing. And my problem is I think the players and Tony Khan are grouping together. The crazy minority, like 0.01% who are going to write nerd to him every month, which is crazy, by the way. That just comes across as like psychopath behavior for some reason. And then groups it in with just the regular fans who just dislike how the direction of the team is going. And I think, again, I just think making any comment on any of this stuff, writing to any of these people back, making comments about fans, it's just so counterproductive and just completely takes away from what they're doing. Because now the focus is on this garbage instead of actual football, you know?
1: This can be good and bad. This can be bad because now you got the players and personnel versus the fans, and we both need each other for a successful football team. But this can be good. Maybe it can get them together some unity within the team. You know, but I've always said in every level of sports, when you back a team into a corner, they either become very dangerous or they fold. So let's see what they do now that they've been backed into a corner. Um, Gus Bradley needs to take, you know, it, it, Hey, unless you make the playoffs and make a deep run, the job is gone. So you need to give it everything you've got. Uh, I thought he would be let go after the Tennessee game. Uh, got a piece of it right by letting Greg Olson go, but he, he's got to take the, the the bull by the horns, man. And he needs to just go forget what Jaguars Twitter is saying, forget what, um, you know anybody else? You just need to focus on that team, and get and, and, and get the and get these game plans right to 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 give these uh, players a chance to make plays and win ball games, and that's it. Ignore all the other crap out there.
0: Well, and so you know the other stuff we've been talking about, I think, falls on leadership in the organization. But what your point is on Greg Olson, kind of going to the Titans game and the, the aftermath of that. Here's the thing that bothered me about that. Like, I totally agreed with you that Gus Bradley should have went if we got embarrassed on national TV, which we did. But he comes out, I think it was the next day or the night of, and says that he's not going to make any changes to the coaching staff, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: The next day we fire, or the next day or two, we fire Greg Olson. Like, this is the kind of, like, no long-term plan, fly-by-night decision-making where – I, I don't know. I feel like you should have just kept Olsen because now you look at the situation, you're like, what are they doing? Like, what, what's his ultimate goal? I mean, we know at this point, probably he's not going to be around, but why fire Greg Olsen after that game?
1: Well, I wonder if why wouldn't know. Gus get fired? <laughs> you know what well, I mean? I think Greg Olsen's worse than Gus Bradley because, believe it or not, the defense, when not left out to dry, is actually pretty good. Now, statistically, they might have fallen, but that's because the offense has just left them on the field time after time after time. And even when we do score and put up points, guess what? We put them up in a hurry because we're so far behind. So the defense is back out on the field in 90 seconds. So, uh, and it's deep in the fourth quarter. One of them had to go. And I think, you know, that may have been the, the decision that, uh, Con and, and Caldwell, who knows who made the decision, who knows, but that they made. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I take him at his word. He says he made it, but it just to me shows
0: that indecisiveness and just lack of overall plan and strategy.
1: It's just it, it is what it is. He's gone. I personally am ecstatic about it because I thought his game planning was terrible. Uh, just the, the the plays that he called. Uh, to go back to that Tennessee game. I'll just give you an example. There was a series. I think it was the second or third series. So um, we completed a pass. It's like second and two. We We're on our own like 35, 40-yard line. And he, they line up in a running formation. It was an ace formation, which is two tight ends set, one single back, and two wide receivers. Adam Robinson comes in motion, and he stems on the line, which means he get, he. He, instead of running when he runs down the line, he starts shuffling his feet and sliding in the blocking position. So the whole world knew we were getting ready to run the ball. Second and two, you haven't been doing well. Why didn't they do some play action, bootleg, something different? You see, that's what I'm talking about. And then the following play, which was third and like two, or third and three, because I think we lost a yard. And Chris Ivey lost a yard. They threw like just some comeback route where it just wasn't even it, 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 the guy wasn't even open. So that's what I mean. the the the, the game plan that Olson had was just, and every game plan he had on offense was terrible. So um,
0: well, and then also there was that rumor. I don't know if you heard about this. That you know the article that came out that said that Blake Bortles was a head case and like had lost the team or whatever. There, there were some rumors out there, I guess, that that leak actually came from Olsen. And then there were some writings about their mis- like lack of communication during the game, that Bortles would be on, you know, standing at the sideline while Henny and Allen would be actually looking at the, the uh, iPad or Surface or whatever that thing is with Olsen. And Henny would go back and forth between the two rather than Olsen just talking to Bortles directly. So, yeah, I almost wonder how much of their relationship between the quarterback and the offensive coordinator played into that more than anything and i don't disagree that it's not a good thing that olsen's gone i just i just don't understand how you can go from having the decision that you're going to keep your staff in place one night to completely change your mind such a dramatic move the very next night but i guess that's the gus bradley era that we've been living well, in
1: look at blake's body language though Corey. i mean the body language on the sideline, not being involved. Now, who knows? We don't know what goes on in the meeting rooms and in practice. We, we don't know. Everyone can speculate and say what they want to say, and they have this leak and that leak. We don't know. But what we do know is he gets down on himself. He does. Right. Some of those, he threw passes into the ground. I ain't never seen him throw some passes into the ground. That, yeah, those, those were, were bad. bad. Okay. And mm-hmm. then on some of those deep comeback routes and those back shoulders throws, he was way off. That means it was in his head. That means he's not mentally tough enough to handle it. And teams know that. If you don't think defenders are walking past him and saying stuff, getting into his head, affecting him. And then when you've got your receivers that are, you know, you're not together in unity. You can tell they don't go over and talk to him. You never see that when the camera's on the sideline. They're just kind of all standing there. Um, There's definitely something going on. I'll talk to my buddy, again, the the, uh, the high school coach. Uh, him and I talked for a brief few minutes a few days ago, and he, he pointed mm-hmm. it out again. He's not a leader. He can't take it, okay? He can't take it. Look at look at Derek Carr. Derek Carr came in the league, what, same year, right? It was in the same year?
0: Yeah, same year. Yeah, he was later on in the and first look at round. the
1: Raiders, and he's a leader. Those guys respect him. He commands the respect in the huddle. Commands the respect in the huddle. That Tampa Oakland game that was a good game. Tampa kind of stalled out in the second half and uh, pushed it. You know they got it pushed to overtime. But you had two guys, young quarterbacks that were leaders. And I keep going to those guys. I don't go to the Matt Ryan's and the and the the, uh, Aaron Rodgers because those are you know Pro Bowl quarterbacks that are that are superstars in this league. I'm going to stick to young comparisons. It's not so much the stats to me you what know, the car had 400 500 yards and five touchdowns or four touchdowns yeah but they were yeah like 500 yeah, yards but they were leaders on the field when it mattered and you don't see that same that same passion in blake Bortles' eyes you just see this kind of chill you know whatever i'll just go home after the game their body language i don't
0: man. i get more of like just an annoyed vibe from him more than anything that he's just i don't know if it's just maturity issues or what but i just When I watched Nate Hackett's press conference the other day, I just – I don't know. I just don't see – I mean, he seems like the offensive coordinator equivalent of Gus Bradley. I mean, the whole press conference – it just doesn't seem like a guy that's really going to hold him accountable, Blake accountable, and put him to the fire. I mean, all he would talk about in the press conference is all this positivity positivity and how he was going to make sure that whatever they do with Blake is just to make Blake comfortable and –
1: You know what that sounds like? That sounds like if you're a little kid on a soccer team and your team loses and you get a participation trophy. Right, yeah. If you lose, you're still going to get orange slices and juices or some type of snack after the game. That's what that press conference sounded like to me. Now, I don't know. We got to give Nate Hackett a chance here. Uh, We got to give him a chance. He was an OC in Buffalo uh, for two years. Uh, He's committed to the running big game. I'm still not sold on him in the passing game. But then again, he did have EJ Manuel, which uh, although he's a no, I can't. uh, um, But the word's still out on him. So hopefully they develop a game plan and coach Bortles up and get his mind right, get in his head, make sure he's in that playbook or else we're just going to have the same thing over again. Because um, who we got coming up next, <laughs> their defense is the truth. I mean, their defense is really good. So. Well, we can kind of get into that. I mean, one final note, just
0: because it was interesting from the Titans game, zero sacks, and now our defense has fallen to 24th in the league after that. We were fourth like two weeks ago. <laughs> hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to read something See, you. I took some snapshots of... Uh... Uh-oh. So, with 14.53 to go in the second quarter, the time of possession in the Tennessee game was 11 minutes and 11 seconds for Tennessee, 3 minutes and 56 seconds for the Jags. Wow. With 10.36 left to go in the second quarter, time of possession... Fourteen thirty-six for Tennessee. Four minutes and forty-eight seconds for the Jags. Think I know what you're trying to say. (laughs) Hey, I I, I promise you, I'm just a fan, just like everybody else. You know, I want to see our team win. I want to see us succeed. But if you don't win the time of possession, it's so important. And the coaches hopefully Hackett realizes that and and I'm hoping that with his commitment that he had to the running game with Spiller and Jackson uh, although he did have a better offensive lineup there hopefully they develop that same commitment in that same running game to try and ease off to take some pressure off Blake you know so we'll see we'll see
0: all right well got the Kansas City Chiefs coming up what are your
1: thoughts on that game They run a 3-4 defense, and Bortles has struggled mightily against teams that run a 3-4. Great. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to lose. All right, guys. Well, you have a good night. We'll talk to you later. (laughs) D. Ford and Eric Berry, uh, you got to know where they are at all times. D. Ford, outside linebacker. I think he already has seven sacks on the year. We're not even halfway through the season. Eric Berry, perennial all-pro safety, and... uh, And that's just you know he's he's really good. Marcus Peters is an outstanding corner. He'll be up against Allen Robinson. This is a game where we're gonna need Hearns. We're gonna need uh, Julius Thomas, and we're definitely gonna need the running game to come into play. Uh, I, I can't say and stress enough about their defense. They'll wear they'll wear the jags down if we don't if we don't do anything. And on the offensive side of the ball for Kansas City, they're committed to running the football. Although Jamal Charles is not playing, Spencer Ware, uh, Shadrick West, they're committed to running the football, and they will run it. Uh, they got Nick Foles starting at QB. Guess what? That doesn't mean a thing for us with their backup QB. Nick Foles ran Andy Reid's system in Philadelphia, so he's gonna know it. The, like the back of his hand, so him and uh, Alex Smith, Alex Smith probably barely has the edge over him, in my opinion, but you know, he filled in well when uh, Alex Smith was injured last week, so again, on what, the road So, to Alex ready. Smith, did he have a
0: concussion or something? I didn't even see what happened to him.
1: Well, he got hit in the head a couple times. They said it wasn't a concussion, and he passed the, the test, went back into the game, and then he got hit again. So... Um, he's in the protocol, but they said he doesn't have such concussion-like symptoms. So I guess they're just holding him out just because to follow the guidelines of the protocol. You know, who knows? Um, But I don't think it's going to matter. I think the Jags are going to come out with more fight this time. I think it's not going to be Tennessee. And, you know, we're going to keep it close, but it's all dependent upon— I'll say it right now. If we run the ball for more than four yards a carry, we'll win the game.
0: And the likelihood of that happening, you think? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Slim to none, But if we run the ball for more than four yards yeah. a carry, we will win the game. If we run the ball for less than four yards a carry, we will lose and we will lose in the second half. It will get very ugly.
0: Yeah, I am really interested to see just kind of like from a uh, feeling standpoint, how different the offense feels with Hackett running it versus Olsen, you know. I don't know if he's going to try to do anything right off the bat to kind of jumpstart them a little bit, but I'm, that's what I'm most, most interested in seeing when that game starts.
1: He's committed to the run game, like I said. When you know you had Fred Jackson and C.J. Spiller up there in Buffalo, he definitely ran it and ran it a lot. You kind of got uh, a similar situation, not similar backs, but similar situations where you got two running backs that you can you know feed the rock to that can really you know tote it. Um, but you got to have the offensive line; they have to be there. Um and control the line of scrimmage. That's where the games won. And Kansas City, you know, they're they're very stout. Uh, they 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 play tough. Um, they're in a tough AFC West division, so they're used to tough grinding games. I mean, they they play you know, Phillip Rivers twice every year. We can't beat Phillip Rivers. And they can. So, <laughs> right. All right. Well, any
0: final thoughts on the Chiefs game?
1: Um. Four yards a carry as a team. And I don't mean four yards a carry with Bortles running for 30 yards and pushing the average up. I mean the running backs getting four yards a carry. If we can do that, we got a chance. Think we can win the game. If we can't, Man. We're, uh, we're, 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 we might as well call Greg Olson back. <laughs> <laughs> and all that, and it's going to get a lot more
0: darker and scarier, and everything on social media and otherwise. Oh, those so. guys
1: need to give it a rest, man. I, I can't. I don't say anything because all they're going to do is just, you know, they they cut they go after everybody, and you know, you got guys that act like they know everything just because they they, they played football in high school or some in college, and and they're like, oh, uh, we're fans, guys. Come on, we're fans. You don't have to say say comments like that.
0: Yeah. Are we going to do a special election day episode on the 8th or no?
1: Uh, I don't know. Are we going to do it on... um Uh, anything to do with politics. I don't like mixing politics with football. Yeah,
0: who are you voting for? No, I'm just kidding. Don't answer that. (laughs) M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. I'm just kidding.
1: No, I'm not voting for Mickey.
0: Yeah, I'm voting for Ken Babby, the creator of the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Ken Babby, 2016.
1: All right, well, we'll wrap it up there
0: and we'll talk to you guys later. All right, guys, take care.
2: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about.